Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1061, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and BloombergRadio.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. This is Bloomberg Markets. This is Michael McKee, and that is Julie Hyman. Neither one of us is who you were expecting today. <laughs> but that's okay. It's nice to have a pleasant surprise. Uh, I'm Julie Hyman, in for Carol and Corey, respectively, or the other way around, uh, as we see a mixed picture today uh, for the major averages. Uh, as has become usual, markets kind of shrugging off what's going on in Washington. So let's check in now with Charlie Pellett and find out how this is all playing out. And I thank you very much. We are looking at a reversal for the S&P 500 index, spending much of the session trading lower right now, though a half-point gain in the S&P, 24.59, higher by less than one-tenth of one percent. NASDAQ bracing to close at a record here, 63.40 right now on the NASDAQ Composite Index, up 26 points, a gain there of four-tenths of one percent. The Dow down 64, lower by three-tenths of one percent. When Bank of America and Goldman Sachs reported earnings this morning, one had record income from lending, while the other had better-than-expected trading. Uh, the surprise was which? Goldman Sachs, which pointed to growth in its effort to lend to wealthy people as a bright spot. Bank of America relied on a smaller drop from its uh, trading unit to beat revenue estimates. Fred Cannon covers banks for Keith Briet and Woods. He was interviewed on Bloomberg Television. Well, it sure looks like the market was looking for loan growth and net interest margin expansion, which really is what drives banks' earnings over time. And it seems like each bank is disappointed on one, or the big banks anyway, are disappointed on one or the other. And either one, the market seems to be penalizing banks. And Goldman Sachs down 2.5%, Bank of America down 5 tenths of 1%. This update brought to you by National Realty Managers of New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, and Florida cash flow real estate offering safe, high-yield cash flow property units. See them at NRIA.net. The 10-year up 1430 seconds, yield there 2.26%. Gold up 850 the ounce to 1242, up 7 tenths of 1%. Crude oil, West Texas Intermediate up 40 cents a barrel, 4642, up 9 tenths of 1%. Recapping, S&P higher by a point. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Charlie Pellet, thank you very much. Who's right? Who's wrong? And in the case of Washington, the answer to that is absolutely nothing. Uh, we have Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, who is now proposing to just repeal Obamacare. He seems to have gotten uh, uh, to have rejected the idea of trying to repeal and replace. But even just repealing looks like it ain't going to happen. Um, Stan Collender is the executive vice president at Corvus MSL Group. Um, he has been watching these matters in Washington both now and for a long time. And he's joining us from Washington now on the phone. Stan, what happened here? What happened to this whole effort? Uh, was it doomed from the beginning, or did McConnell make some recent missteps? Well, first of all, there's obviously nothing going on in Washington these days, so um, but thanks for calling and asking me to be on. Um, but, uh, look, this was, I think, a classic you know, overreach from the beginning. Uh, there was an assumption by the markets and by political analysts and others that the election results meant that Republicans were going to be able to slam dunk their agenda. And what we found out is 52 members of the House, of the Senate, excuse me, do not aid necessarily make a majority. They're not unified. 
they're not uh, sacrificing their parochial needs for their, you know, the political needs for the, for the good of the party. Um, they're back to being simply senators or representatives, and they're voting their districts and states. And under those circumstances, you couldn't get a majority to do anything. Uh, and health care was probably always going to be difficult. It in, indicates that tax reform will be as difficult and that the uh, Trump agenda or the one that he promised during the campaign is in serious, serious trouble. Why didn't Mitch McConnell know that? This is the guy that's supposed to be so brilliant. Um, well, you know, it, there's been a lot of scuttlebutt about this all day today, that um, McConnell is great at obstructing, but not necessarily in passing something affirmatively. I'm going to give him more credit than that. I, I think he tried in much the same way that John Boehner tried to uh, tame an unruly caucus and just couldn't do it. That is, ultimately, the members said, there's nothing you can do that's going to get me to sacrifice what I, what I care about. Um, and it didn't help that uh, McConnell was working with a weakened and a, a, a increasingly weakened president who didn't understand and doesn't understand the legislative process and couldn't really put himself in, in the middle of it the way, say, Lyndon Johnson or, or Bill Clinton might have done. So what now, then? Does someone else kind of step forward and, and um, if not take the, the title and the reins, at least sort of take on the leadership? Do they try a different strategy? I mean, where do they go from here? Um, well, obviously, Mitch McConnell didn't call me and tell me what his plans were, but um, <laughs> my 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 guess is that they're going to let this drop for a while. That is, um, they're going to have a 60-day or a 90-day or a six-month cooling-off period um, to let everyone go back to their districts and hear what and see what they have to say and uh, and just kind of kind of you see what the the polling tells them and, and just kind of regroup a little bit. Um, they're going to move to tax reform, which is going to be as difficult, but at least it will be a different subject. Uh, and they're going to try to do something different. Um, my guess is the health care reform, health care changes won't come back until after the 2018 election at the earliest. So, and, we, and we've been talking about health care reform since literally I was in graduate school, which is way too long ago that I, I don't even <laughs> want to admit to that anymore. We were talking about that sort of thing earlier. Um, so now they move on to, um, from the president's point of view, tax reform. But there's uh, many things that have to be done before they can even get to that, including a budget and the debt ceiling. This is the kind of thing we're usually talking to you about. Uh, do they blow up over those? Um, very probably, or very possibly, let's put it that way. Um, the House Budget Committee is going to mark up a budget resolution tomorrow, but from everyone I've talked to on the Hill today, there is no guarantee, there is no, no certainty that they've got the votes on the House floor to pass whatever, to accept whatever the House Budget Committee proposes and presumably agrees to tomorrow. Uh, it includes uh, $200 billion in, uh, in entitlement reductions, including Medicare, which uh, will probably... Uh, get 20 or so moderate Republicans off the reservation. Um, if the, it would mean they could only lose four more. And the Freedom Caucus, the other side of the, the Republican equation, is already saying the $200 billion isn't enough for them. So we may have the same kind of situation, Mike, that we had last year, which is where the House Budget Committee proposes and adopts a budget, but the full, full Congress, full House never takes it up. That's a problem this year, as you know, because if they don't do a budget resolution, they can't get reconciliation for tax reform. No to reconciliation for tax reform means either they've, they've got to do it with 60 votes, that is, work with Democrats, or they've got to change the rules so that there's no filibuster. Either one of those is problematic. But your basic question, budget resolution, difficult, uncertain, maybe not likely. Uh, debt ceiling is going to go down for the last minute. My guess 
is that come September 30, or they were close to September 30, Congress is going to pass a three-month extension of current government funding and what they call a continuing resolution, and a three-month extension of the debt ceiling, so that come December 31st, we'll all be manning our microphones. No! (laughs) There goes your New Year's, Stan Collender. Mr. Wet Blanket here. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. He is the budget, at Budget Guy, uh, at the Budget Guy on uh, Twitter. Um, He is the man who knows all about budget issues. Uh, Very depressing, but uh, he knows about the budget issues. I'm Michael McKee, along with Julie Hyman. This is Bloomberg Markets. Now check out the latest world and national headlines with Adrian Mitchell in the Bloomberg 991 newsroom in Washington. Adrian. Thank you so much. Now that the GOP health care bill is dead in its tracks, what next? Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says Republicans will still try to repeal Obamacare without putting forward a replacement. That would repeal Obamacare and with a two-year delay, give us an opportunity to build something better on a bipartisan basis. That's what I sense most of our members would like to vote on now, and um, we'll be doing that in the near future. But it looks like the repeal might also be dead. Three GOP senators say they will oppose it, too. House Speaker Paul Ryan says he's proud of the House-passed health care bill and wants action from the Senate. We'd like to see the Senate move on something. Uh, we are proud of the bill that we passed. We passed a bill to repeal and replace Obamacare, to replace it with a better system. Uh, but as you well know, the legislative process, for it to work, House has to pass a bill. We've done that. The Senate's got to pass a bill for us to even move the process forward. Democratic leader Chuck Schumer says passing a repeal of the Affordable Care Act without a replacement would be a disaster. President Trump says we'll let Obamacare fail. Then the Democrats are going to come to us. House Republicans, meanwhile, have released a budget plan that would boost military spending and cut Medicare. It also includes cuts to other domestic programs, including food stamps. The administration says Iran is complying with an international accord on its nuclear weapons program, but is not living up to the spirit of the pact. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries.